Uh, hey, Brian, how are you? How's it going? Good, good. Um, sorry for the audio only here, but uh, I, I was kind of curious as we get late in the season going from, you know, preparing uh, a scout team defense to be the Steelers one week and the Chiefs the next. I, I, I don't think you'll have many more multiple defenses aside from your own. Can you just kind of take us behind the scenes of the process that goes into the scout team defense and everything that those guys go through as well as the coaches to prepare them with the cards and then getting into practice Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? Yeah, that's um, really, ha really happy you asked about that because um, those guys don't get the credit they deserve talking about the practice squad players um, throughout the season. Um, you know, they really put a lot into it. We have meetings about the looks and um, and they're trying to get their games better personally, uh, individually, so they can have a chance to get to the game and, um, you know, help our own defense. So there's really a lot going on for those guys to juggle. Um, and they just have to, you know, have a great attitude about going out every day and um, trying to get the other side of the ball better and making the most of that so that to help us win and then trying to get themselves better to, um, if we need them at the game, that they'll be ready to go. And they've done a great job of that um, this year. Like, you know, I've seen from the, the practice squads every year I've been here and it's been, you know, I really appreciate those guys, you know, this year on defense, we've guys like uh, Josh Bledsoe, um, Borders, Azizi, um, Joe Giles, um, Tristan, um, Bradley King. So there's a lot of, there's, you know, a lot of guys I can name and all the guys on offense are doing the same thing. Um, you know, Matt's, I work a lot with Matt Sokol because he's the tight end giving the look for the offense of the tight end we're going up against this week. Um, and the other tight ends do a great job helping out with that, helping out with that as well. Like, um, Mike and Hunter and, um, Pharaoh and those guys too, but there's gotta be someone who can take, you know, the majority of the reps and, um, the offensive guys do a great job helping us out and committing to those roles and trying to do their best to, um, give us a great look and the defensive guys were trying to do the same thing. And it's fun, you know, to try to learn different defenses um, every week that are being run around the league and try to um, replicate them the best we can to help the team win. Um, so it's a it's an aspect of the preparation each, each week that I really appreciate, and um, I appreciate the question. Thanks for asking. Definitely. Uh, and we'll get to, you know, see these guys in the locker room pretty much every day when you guys practice for interviews. But are there any, you know, coaches, um, who we don't get to speak to, you know, once every two weeks here on Zoom that kind of contribute to that. Like, I'd imagine your hands are full preparing for the Chiefs as it is. So, like, how involved are you in scout team versus maybe some of the QCs or, or anybody else on staff? Yeah, absolutely. The Usually it's the younger coaches who, who help with the, um, the scout teams. And I've, you know, I'm uh, 32 now, so I'm getting – I'm getting there and I've actually been here for a minute um, or joined the defense coaching staff in 2017. So I'm kind of more of the uh, veteran type 
coach who helps the scout team a little bit, but really it's uh, D'Angelo Bentley um, and uh, Keith who run the scout team for the defense and um, do a great job of that. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, different uh, offensive coaches who help out with the scout team too and, and pitching. Um, and as a collectively, you know, they do a great job of that. All the position coaches over there on offense all, you know, help out to get those guys ready um, on offense to try to give us the look that we're, um, we're preparing for um, that week the best they can. So um, it's something we do every week for 17 weeks straight or whatever that doesn't get talked to talked about a lot in the uh, media, obviously, because you guys don't have a chance to, sh- don't have a chance to see it, but um, it's a big part of the week and um, we enjoy it. Players and coaches trying to, you know, just get the team in the best position to win. Awesome. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks, Andrew. I don't see any other hands raised, so uh, we'll give it a couple seconds here to see if we have any more questions. Uh, I'll jump in with one more, Aaron, um, okay. just because, um, I mean, Brian, for, for you, I know uh, I wrote about Jalen Rager, and I was talking to him about, like, how he wore um, the certain sleeve that, like, Stefan Diggs would wear before the Buffalo game when he was helping simulate him. Can you Do you have any, like, memorable examples on defense of guys kind of going the extra mile to simulate body mannerisms in addition to, like, the execution of the assignments and the coverage structure, et cetera, et cetera, but, like, this guy does, you know, X as just kind of, who he is as a player. He dresses up like this. Anything stand out like that? Um, the one that that stands out in my mind initially is from uh, Mike Vrabel's Hall of Fame ceremony mm-hmm. where they were talking about how he would, you know, he's uh, Mr. Versatile on the field, and so he would do whatever um, – and so when they played the Steelers, he would want to jump in and be Troy Palomalo, which is, <laughs> which was a, I would say in that era, a pretty enviable uh, spot to play because you can not do whatever you want, but you could do you know kind of whatever you want to try and make it an instinctive play because that's what right. Troy Palomalo did. He made a lot of good plays where it looked like he was freelancing a little bit. Uh, so that's that's one that sticks out in my head. Um, I think defensively, you know, there's some mannerism type things. Um, but it's really more about, like, making sure you're in the right spot so that the offense, you know, or you're disguising the way that de- their defense disguises or whatever, um, just to try to get the right, the right simulated look. And then obviously playing, you know, the style that they play. Um, or covering the way they cover, stuff like that. But based on your question, something that it makes me think of is the quarterbacks um, have done a great job trying to help us give um, the opposing quarterback looks because that gets into stuff like, you know, mannerisms like you were asking about or, you know, signals, um, stuff like that, that can um that you obviously everyone on defense has seen the quarterback on every play so 
um, those details can be a little more applicable for someone like the quarterback. Gotcha. That makes sense. Thanks again, Brian. Thank you.